Hello, and welcome to Unrequested with Rad and Shank. I'm Rad. This is Shank. And today in this episode, guys, we are going to talk about something that I think is um, becoming more and more prevalent uh, given the current culture that we're in. Uh-huh. And um, I think that I'm curious, I, I was curious when, when um, everything happened last year in 2020, if this culture would survive, right? Or if it would last because people uprooted their lives thinking that this is the future, like that mm. this is what the workforce is going to look like. And that's basically remote working through like Zoom, right? So this episode is called Zoom Fatigue. And it's because, you know, I have to ask myself, you know, are people tired of working like via Zoom, right? And to what I said uh, just a second ago, I we know people who basically uprooted their lives and like, well, I'm going to go buy a house in Texas or move blah, 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 because I no longer have to go to my office. Mm. I can work remotely. And I think that that's a huge thing in, in you know, basically uh, assuming, I guess, you don't know for sure that, that, that your company is going to keep that model, right? Right. If things, you know, in a year or two is like, will they want the workforce back in the office? Now, it's easy to assume that they're going to, they're like, no, they're going to stay this way because they're saving so much office space and all these other things. But I guess it, that goes to what position do you hold in the company, right? Because mm-hmm. um, to touch on what your career, there was a point where you worked remote and then they wanted you back in the office and you weren't allowed to work remote as much anymore. You, I, I, am I right about that? Uh, and then I remember then you were able to go remote again. Oh, my gosh. You're you, right. You're that right? was when we were relocating from the Chase building into the new building. Right. And then I think I don't remember why, but you said, no, nah, man, they, they they pulled that back. Like we have to be we have to go back. Yeah. To the office now. Back to the office. Was was there a, a, a like was it due to like a failure on the part of the employees working remotely, like unable to really monitor the work or. Oh, no, it was just that we were moving into that big, fancy facility. And oh, okay. so we needed to like get bodies in there. Okay, okay. So that was kind of like the first like, phase. Hey man, we spent was all like, this money. Yeah. Y'all better be in here. Yeah. So that's what it was. So we just, they just started to phase us back in the office because before uh, we could all work remote, but uh-huh. I, I, I remember that we were aspiring to just grow a little bit bigger than where we are today. Right. And it, when doing that. Um, well, let me ask you two questions. Yeah. So let's start with number one. What is your prediction being in the in this workforce, right? And going from an office to being pretty much fully remote, right? Mm-hmm. Given the, the circumstances and everything. Do you predict that, um, and not, not your company specifically, but companies will stick with that model or will they go um, back to the old model or what I think might happen, which is more of like a hybrid. But I think some people will be called back to a physical location more than, than I think than uh, people anticipate. Yeah. I just don't see that the, the workforce is going to, maintain or fully be remote i just can't see that but that's just me being maybe old school and i'm not in the workforce anymore so i don't know but you being an executive in the workforce what is your prediction um with with that regard yeah i think it's i think it's gonna be well so actually let me say this because what i've been noticing on linkedin you know i'm on there oh yeah man and companies are shifting their culture meaning that um they're saying they're indefinitely remote. Like they're okay. not going behind. They're not going to re- reverse the policy. Okay. You can work remote, work anywhere you want. So you're seeing that as actually as a recruiting tactic because companies that are pushing their employees to go back into the office, mm-hmm. it it's a behavior like we've been remote for over a year now and right. to switch it like that so quickly. And then you can just jump and work for another company. Are you getting um, offered less to be remote? Like, are you being told no. like, Hey, you can 
be remote, but you're a contractor. We're not going to give you benefits. Nope, not at all. You're okay. getting paid you're the same. You're a full-blown employee. You're getting paid the same. With 401 and benefits. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. like uh, Silicon Valley, those tech companies yeah, yeah. up there. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their cost of living, or their, you know, their cost of living up there, it's it's pretty high. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's why but, all those guys in California are moving to Vegas and Texas. Yeah. No income tax. Yeah, right. and you can make, you know, about $150,000, $180,000, $200,000 $200, a year. And just barely making it. So a lot of tech companies are saying you're indefinitely remote. You can work anywhere. So they're still paying people Silicon Valley salary money. And you're living in living in Texas, Colorado. I mean, uh, wherever and and freaking. Yeah. Making bank. Yeah. They're they're like living on a farm. (laughs) Oh, yeah, man. It's 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 a part of you're starting to see the culture of its shifting. And you're also seeing um, freelancing. Oh it's yes, a yes, big yes. thing right now. I think I just read an article um, where this woman is a freelancer. I can't remember the the freelancing agency, um, like the website that she goes through. Mm-hmm. But she clears like three hundred thousand dollars a year just doing freelance freelancing. Makes sense, man. Well, I mean, I, I chalked that up to like. Cons- oh, I'm sorry, seven figures. Well, and I chalked that up to like consultants back in the day. Remember mm-hmm. or efficiency you know there's always a consultant that got brought in they were making bank you know? oh so I, yeah. I kind of would say that it's kind of the same thing right yeah so yeah no man i so think you see that it's going to continue and maybe grow i think it's going to continue it's going to grow i think companies realize that we can you can actually have a 100 percent, you know workforce mm-hmm. that's remote like it's doable, like to the point to where you could save on real estate. Now. Right, right, right. And that would be your biggest savings. Oh, yeah. Actual, like real estate. Oh, yeah. Now that said, um, so you think it's going to stay. So let's talk about Zoom fatigue, right? Oh, man. So basically, like break it down for me. Like I can't, I, there, I, I had a, like I had a conference call yesterday, you know, mm-hmm. I had a Zoom meeting uh, with a potential sponsor, you know, some stuff like, so I still do work via, but it's, it's just once a week. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't do it like I used to. And I remember my old job, you know, I was in the office constantly on conference calls and that was fatiguing where I couldn't leave my office, but I still got to see people. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, you know, so that was fatiguing. I can't imagine if I'm at home all the time and it's like just trying to get work done. Cause even when I was in my office and I'm trying to communicate with my staff and other management, I half the time I couldn't get people to respond and you know so I remembered having it then but I had the option to get out of my go out of my office and go to their their desk you know what I mean yeah figure out what's going on or or basically let them know what I needed and so I so that's one of the things I can't imagine like if you how would you just I don't know how I don't know how I would manage a workforce like that but I'm not in that structure you are so let's talk about it like first of all is there zoom fatigue is that a thing oh absolutely and it's like an indescribable feeling. Mm-hmm. You, you feel um, foggy in the brain. Your eyes are just kind of like, oh, man, I don't want to look at the screen. Oh, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? For eight hours a day. Well, you wear glasses when you're, when yeah, you're on your computer. I use blue, and, blue light blocking glasses. And I wear and glasses. Helps. And I'll tell you, whenever I have my glasses on, I, I my eyes dry out. I have to constantly put eye drops in, and I think that's the thing where you don't blink enough. And yeah. there's all these different there's all these different reasons why, but I can't imagine. Ah, it's just I don't know. Mm-hmm. And and so okay, so no, so real, it's, it's so basically it's looking at the screen. What, what else? What else are you feeling when you're, you know, you're just you know, like I said, every day, and mm-hmm. you're not just putting eight hours. Your salary, so you're putting in. 
I'm putting like, in some time. Some time. I'm putting right? in some so, time, man. So w- what's causing this fatigue? Um, I think it's just the the amount of time you spend in front of the screen. It's just not usual. Because yeah. when you're in the office, you can break away from it. You can, yeah. you can have a meeting in a conference room. Right. You can go talk to someone. Yeah, go have lunch. Water cooler mo- you yeah. know, conversations. Yeah. yeah, go have lunch. Um, But now you're working at the house, and there really is no barriers. when it, They're actually – there's like a report out there saying that people are working – one to two hours more each week. Really? Because yeah, you're just home. So that like makes sense. you can, you just got to meet deadlines. You can be deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um, you can work until six o'clock or run a session at six at night right. because you're home, you right, know? So right. it's, um, that's what I've been noticing, man. Like it's just been, is there a way to set parameters with your employers? Like, like I was reading an article this morning, where this lady was asking for advice uh, from this columnist. And she said, you know, I have a rule where I close my laptop at five 30 and I get emails at eight 30 from my boss. Mm. Is it wrong for me to set parameters with my superiors? You know, as far as our superiors, I don't like that word um, with my employer and say, Hey, you know, I, I work from this time to this time, you know, just cause I'm working from home. I'm, I'm not a 24 seven operation. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're a salary employee, you know, that's debatable. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, you can just maybe ask and be like, Hey, look, I, I like to cut off at six. So if you could give me all the work you need by that time, and if I need to put extra time in, I will. Mm-hmm. But if you send me something eight 30, I'm not going to see it. Right, right? right. So what do you, what is your take on that? Is, is there, is there an ability now you're in a higher level? So I would imagine you just, you have to work until the work is done. What do you, what is your take on setting parameters in that regard? Cause I would imagine there's definitely, I mean, there was bosses who were unreasonable when we were face to face and mm-hmm. they'd want you to stick around in the, mm-hmm. you know? So I would imagine there's definitely those bosses who expect that, Hey man, if I send you something at night, I know you're home. You've been working, you work from home. Yeah. So why, what do you mean? You didn't see my email. Yeah. So what wh- what's your two cents on that? Oh man. I encourage boundaries. I okay. encourage it, like set the boundaries, set the tone, because it's all about work-life balance. Absolutely. And if you're, you know, home base, I'm off at four o'clock and sometimes go. five o'clock. Right. But um, it's all about the leader setting the tone. Like, you know, our new leader that came in, she's like, hey, I am not a morning person. Do not book a meeting because she's <laughs> in the West Coast. Right, right. So she's an hour behind us. And um, she set that boundary. And so... Boundaries is super critical because mm-hmm. once you start responding, even you set the boundary, but you got to hold yourself accountable. Because once you start responding to stuff at night, yeah, then that opens it up. Like, okay, Joey, so you are going to be working. And then there's I this made that mistake misinterpretation yeah. of mm-hmm. you can do this, and then therefore the other person's like, okay, maybe that boundary isn't a thing anymore. I think those boundaries got crossed when Jennifer and I were management, and we were given like company phones. Then it became well, I refused to take a company phone. They kept trying to give me one. I said, I'm good. <laughs> take the and, BlackBerry. Because when Jennifer had a company phone, then it was like, okay, I pay for your phone. So when I text you and I email you, I know you see it because you know they knew we were used. They were, we were using it yeah. for personal use too. So that bound, you know, those boundaries got crossed, and it was like. You know what I mean? So that's why I always said, nope, I don't have a company phone. And I remember when I was involved in some massive projects with the higher ups and the VP, they were like, why doesn't Rad have a phone? Get him a phone. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'll take a laptop. Yeah. You know? So they gave me a laptop and I was just like, even on the laptop, I was just, but I, I guess I would still respond because when I'd see it, I didn't want to like let it fester till the next morning. Uh-huh. But then you, you're right. You open that, those floodgates and then they start thinking, then when you don't respond, it's like, why didn't, well, I, I sh- you know, mm-hmm. anyway, but as the employee, Right. Mm-hmm. 
it can be intimidating to try to set those boundaries if that boss shows an urgency. Like, no, I when I need it, I need it. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to know that I can get the response from you. I take it back to when I first became got into management, my first boss. And this is back in the day where we had pagers. And when she gave me the pager, because we didn't have company phones, we had company pagers back then. Oh, shoot. And she said, when I page you, you have 10 minutes to respond. She was blunt. She was like, you know, Jennifer will remember this. She was like, when I page you, you have 10 minutes to respond this back. This was Yao's boss? Yeah, I, you'll you'll know who it was. Oh, we'll have to talk about that off off, yeah. off the mic, but behind the mic. She would also randomly text her managers. Yeah. To see how fast just she to see if if they would respond quick enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then we were it was brought up in our evaluations. Yeah. No uh-huh. way, because they believed that we were salary, and so you're on call. And you're a 24 hour employee, right? Whoa, yeah, man. So so I mean, and that's an older mindset, right? That's yeah, a, that's a di- you know. But in the current culture, I, I don't believe that that would fly. Oh no, but, you get a but lawsuit. Yeah, so, so yeah, so from from that perspective, right? Yeah, it's like I just can't imagine that you know you can just turn it off right yeah and to your point obviously people aren't turning it off because they're working more hours yeah right so as far as zoom fatigue so you know it's it's sitting there all day like one meeting after the other i mean i I can't imagine that you can get much done without having to do a zoom and then you got to hope that the person shows up i can't tell you how many times people didn't show up for conference calls Mm. i gotta imagine that people don't show up for zooms right like you have some non-attendees. No, nah, man. People actually show up. Well, I mean like, okay, so I guess one-on-one, yeah, you're going to show yeah. up. You, no, I'm talking it. about like team pro Because, you know, oh, okay. so I run some projects at yeah, work. Yeah. Everybody pretty much shows up. And oh, if yeah. they can't, they'll they'll let me know. Yeah, that's what I would give. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make this. Or I got double oh, booked yeah, yeah. or yeah. stuff like that. And so the one person that you needed for this part of this project is yeah. not on there. Yeah. And you're like, well, I'll, I'll circle back with everyone once I get with so-and-so. Yeah. And stuff like that. <laughs> but... I don't know. I guess even when we did our Zoom, so yeah. we did we did it one time. We did a work from home video where we couldn't because of a snowstorm. Yeah, and you know that was kind of fun. But you know what we do is a little different. But even that, I was like, oh man, I can't imagine if you know we did this remote. Oh my gosh, man! <laughs> you know, because part of the energy in what we do here is the energy in the room. In the room. But I believe that in the workplace, I always fed off the energy of the people around me. Absolutely. You know, and and. I'm not surprised that you have Zoom because you are a social butterfly. You are a very social, energetic, upbeat person. And I think, you know, you, I don't, I wouldn't say, I don't, I'm going to stop short of saying you need that, but I think you thrive with that. Yeah. 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 No, I, I even, when I was, when we were in the office, I would like break out of my office and just Mm -hmm. go walk the floors and go talk to people. Cause I, cause the, the groups that I support is all of corporate. So they're there. Mm-hmm. So I can't set like one-on-ones with everybody and right. their mama. So I made it a point, like usually on Thursdays between one and two o'clock, I walk the building yeah, and just stop by people's desk. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. How are things going? Exactly. Exactly. I'll go up to the it or I'll, I'll walk on the executive side, check on, you know, the CE. Like I, that's yeah. the stuff that I did. And that makes sense. And it yeah. just made sense, man. Yeah. You, well, you got to do those things. Well, how do you feel about that? Like, so you can't do that now. And yeah. that's a, that's one way to cultivate relationships, right? Mm-hmm. So you build these relationships, your name is out there like, Oh yeah, Justin's great. That's a great guy. You know? Yeah. So how, how do you build relationships now? Right. That you're only, you know, I mean, we see each other on a screen. I'm sure there's, you could find, you can find things to like about someone, but I just, I don't feel that it's the same. Yeah. I do recall that there were some friendships I had at the old company I worked at where we were only friends via conference call. Yeah. Because due to several projects, we had worked together and then it would be like, 
we knew each other for months. We had this great friendship. And then we'd finally meet because they came into town and, you know, yeah. we'd grab lunch and, and you know, and we just kind of catch up where we were. So I have seen friendships form, you know, through conference and stuff like that and where you don't actually work with that person mm-hmm. every day or even see them. But I just can't imagine all my work relationships being that uh, formed through that. Yeah. So is do you think that that's harder or is it just, it's the same as, you know, no, I've, mm. I've, I've created relationships that way. Or is it, no, man, it's not the same. Yeah. Well, you, it's definitely not the same, especially in the beginning. It was difficult mm-hmm. trying to cultivate relationships. We just didn't know how to operate in this new norm. Yeah. But now we're, I think we're collaborating more and connected more than ever. It's the weirdest thing right now. Really? But we have, uh, tested a lot of things that's proven itself. So there's like wellness groups. There's, you know, um, uh, what we call it as affinity groups. So diversity, equity, and inclusion. Mm-hmm. So there's like the black employee network. There's the women's network, people that join monthly sessions like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we encourage teams to do happy hours, virtual happy hours are oh, like super cool. popular. Really? Right now. Oh my gosh. Wow. Okay. Virtu- well, I guess and you get our friend hop- group did stuff like that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. We did, yep. we did a virtual, we did virtual game nights. Yeah. That's, okay. So I guess that's yep. doable. And then managers would let me know and be like, Shank, if you can, jump on here and so i would make it a point to jump in just a in, in a couple of team sessions right. or virtual sessions so i'm actually seeing a lot more people than okay. i did in the office well that that said <laughs> that said do you believe that people show up and they behave more because is everything recorded are all no. the Zoom conferences recorded? No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. No. I, I would feel that if I was putting together conference calls, because I used to hate when I was on projects and conference calls, and people would forget action items that they, they were supposed to work on. Or, yeah. And I would take my little notes. I'm like, no, if I ever call on a conference call, this was supposed to. So I would want it recorded. Yeah. So that I can refer back to it. Yep. yep. But that's just me. I'm, I'm one of, That's what I did. Remember, I was in Escalations, and I worked mm-hmm. for legal, so I always had to like, no. This communication at this time, you know, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. that said, so, so nothing's recorded. No. Nah, All right. Not, I mean, unless you want, uh, like if there's people that are missing this, yeah. the session that they're are, not going to want to be on my calls. Like, Don't get on Rad's calls. Yeah. He records everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, just so y'all know when we start, before we start, this is recorded. <laughs> this meeting's being recorded. <laughs> yeah. Right. Nah, man, we don't, uh, like I said, unless we're. You know, there's like someone that's critical that needs to know an update from it. Yeah. I'll, I'll record a session. But mm-hmm. other than that, no, nah, we just. I think there's something where you're not allowed to. Like, I remember being on conference calls. And if we were on a recorded line, Jennifer, you remember this. They would yell through the call. They were like, who's on a recorded line? Because they'd hear the beeping. And someone's no phone way. would be beeping. And they're like, who's on a Get off. Get off the call. And they oh. wouldn't start to call until, yeah, yeah. Get out. Yeah. They were like, who's on a recorded line? Don't get it. Because I dial in from a desk and I'm like, oh, sorry. And I'd like have to find yeah. like, <laughs> or someone else would do it. And uh. they would just be all quiet and beep. Oh my gosh. Beep. <laughs> uh. And so they was like, oh, we're going to disconnect everyone and, and dial back in and do not call in on a, on a recorded line. So, so I guess it's no different. Oh my right? God. Yeah, All y'all's a bunch of suckers. <laughs> doot, doot, doot. So I guess any, is there any, anything else? I, I just, what are the touch points or not punchable, but what else just describe when you, when I, when I said, when I mentioned before we started, when I mentioned zoom fatigue to you, I was like, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about Zoom." You were like, Oh, absolutely. Like it wasn't even a pause. Like you immediately like, no, I feel zoom fatigue. Oh yeah. So I, I you know, I, I've been asking the questions, but I, I just want you to kind of free flow right now and really just break down like overall the, the way you have to 
do your job the way you have your the way your career is now like what is causing over all around like what are the what are the things that are causing the fatigue and we may have touched on a few mm-hmm. but just just so we cover everything like you know the what what is it what is what is it what do you mean when you say you have zoom fatigue yeah. all around all around i think it's you know when you're in the office you can walk around you can break from your day you can have some gaps in between your meetings because you're going to go get lunch or you need to walk around and breathe so when you're in a remote type situation your calendar kind of drives on how fatigue you will get based off of your day meaning if you allow for a meeting to be booked right back after the other simply because you're remote and you don't have to get up and go anywhere no distractions and almost each meeting you have is a zoom session that creates the exhaustion of zoom fatigue and so i've always encouraged people to find gaps in your calendar and just say busy just give yourself about an hour out of the day or or maybe you you have a, a sprint of meetings between like nine and, and eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. Then maybe from eleven thirty to like one thirty, block that out. And that's just your time to go eat something, drink something, you know, go go kiss your kid or say what's up to wifey. Um, use the bathroom and then, right. yeah. And then catch up on notes, yeah. uh, work on some projects, you know, break it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's what, that's, what's causing it. It's, it's this, it's this calendar takeover where mm. there are no boundaries. Well, you can set, like I said, you can set boundaries on your own accord by simply right. doing what I recommend. But it's on you, the employee, but it's on you. Yeah. To set your schedule. And there's also days where your schedule is just like that. It just, it, it just, it's, it's going to be a day where you're just going to like, I've had, like I set boundaries, but then I have days where it's like, I can't, there's no other way for me to just do this than to just do it. Yeah. And at the end of the day, your boy's exhausted. Right. Um, right. and then I look forward to like a Thursday where I have like a three hour block just so I can just breathe and get caught up on work. Yeah. Um, but that's what it is, man. It's yeah. everybody's calendar. I it's hear a, it's that, a calendar man. takeover that. And then if, if it's each meeting, mm-hmm. it's a Zoom meeting. You're right. just getting you just go from one after the other after the other. And before you know it, you're caught up and you're mentally done for the well, day. And, and, and I and that makes absolute sense because yeah. I've been reading a lot about like, you, you know, COVID fatigue or isolation fatigue. Right. And why people mm-hmm. are fighting it. I think, you know, I'm all of like, wait till we can. I'm, I'm that's me chill out let's just make sure we can do it safely mm-hmm. but i and there you know therapists and everything they're explaining the reason is is because we crave social interaction we crave physical interaction right and so that said i you know from a company perspective from a numbers perspective the future that you mentioned makes sense mm-hmm. everyone works remote but i think that's going to be a strain on the workforce because the workforce is you know it's it's people mm-hmm. and people need community and I will say this, mm-hmm. I will say there's going to be a total remote workforce. And I do think there's going to be a hybrid remote workforce. Right. I don't, I think it's going to be rare that you're going to see a workforce that's going in Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. That's like the old traditional way. Yeah. I see hybrid or total. I remote. think the hi- I see hybrid. That's what I see yeah, where I this whole hybrid. thing is going. I don't think we ever go back to where we were, but I yeah. think hybrid makes sense. Now that said, given what the fatigue you're experiencing, are you excited about that future? I am, man. Okay. I am because there's a lot of gold that's happening when I have the 
opportunity to work remote mm-hmm. and no distractions. Okay. I've by far probably created like my best projects or I've done my best work. Have you pimped out your workspace? Because last I checked, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were still working with a Jake, a bad chair that was giving you hemorrhoids. So I do have a okay. mesh pillow. Okay. That, uh, Tamika Wait, you, McDonald. So you still didn't get a I still chair. didn't get the chair. You got a pillow. Because Tamika sent me this mesh pillow right before, and I just said, and you guys, we just talked about this before the episode. (laughs) Like, man, I don't don't be using my money. Like, I don't. But Tamika sent me this mesh pillow, and I just sit it in the metal chair, and your boy's been hemorrhoid free. I've been comfortable. Jennifer, we may have to get him a chair. Well, if he's comfortable, he's happy. (laughs) (laughs) Jay, like, don't you spend that money? I want to go Chick fil A with that. I I think it's a great idea to to, kind of give your your area that you're in all day long, kind of a, uh, a facelift or something. Just like you would your office. But I did that for Janessa for school, got her a new desk, gave her a new chair, Uh got her whole area cleaned up and I'll be damned if she sat there one day. You've only sat there one day, Nessa. (laughs) She says a couple weeks, but But, I, I, but I, I you've seen, I've sent you guys, I have pimped out, my home office yeah. and I'm still in pro- and I love it. And it makes me excited to sit at my desk with my panda, yeah. my stuffed animals. And uh, you know, Oh my gosh. Are you, are you just simple, Justin, where you just, just you just set up and you, you're good. Or do you have a little stress ball? Are or, you connected to a monitor? Yes. No, I don't have that. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I have my laptop and then I have this big uh, screen here. So okay, I have, good. I have so, you, so you do have a big, okay. Okay. Yep. And then I have this little glass um, circle here where I have like my little sticky notes, mm-hmm. um, thumbtacks, yeah. just stuff, yeah. random stuff. You just never know that. Like, let me just make a quick note of it. Right. right. And I have these speakers that are that Angie ordered me okay. where I can just hook it up because I struggle to hear it from my laptop. Cause yeah, of course. I don't know why. Oh, you got to have the sound speakers. is low, but there's desk speakers. Mm-hmm. And then I have, um, you know, where my monitor is onto the left. Mm-hmm. I have like uh, in between the wall and my monitor yeah. just books that I I'm reading okay. or I have read and I love to like re-reference it or just pull out a book and yeah. look into something. Um, okay. and then right underneath it, I have like my blue light blocking glasses. I have mm-hmm. my watch, my ring, okay. um, some pins, some highlights. So, so your desk is good. You just have a janky chair. Yeah. I just, and I just got a janky chair with a mesh so, pillow. So like, like, like we have other friends like Jeff, like Jeff has, I think he has a desk, but he, he got he, a whole situation. But he got that stand up, uh, set up. I am looking into dope. getting one. Yeah, I'm looking into so getting one. The so what now? I became obsessed with watching uh, desk setup videos, and that's what inspired me to do so. Because man, there's some dope setups because everyone, and that's what the big movement is. They're like, hey, hey, we're all working from home now, so we might as well make our desk setup. Yeah. And I remember for a while it was all about having a home office, and then that went away because. You know, everything became smaller. You didn't need a big desk for your computer. That's right. Uh, you didn't need an office anymore. So everyone was working on laptops. You could put a laptop on any surface on your lap. Mm-hmm. So uh, so we got rid of a lot of people. They all got rid of home offices. We got rid of ours, you know, and we didn't need it. And now it's like now everyone needs a home office. Now people are buying houses so they can have a dope, like, set up in a corner somewhere in their house and be comfortable working because that is now where you will, to your point, be yeah. working. Yeah. Um, 
But man, you should check some of those out. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think it'll change who you are as far as you wanting to pimp out your desk a little bit. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love yeah. that's what I love about you. Yeah, um, I'm very simple. Yeah, <laughs> and I love that. Yeah, uh, but yeah, maybe maybe the chair. Yeah, and I could that, probably that said. There's seen there's to the point where there's these thousand dollar chairs. I think they're called Hemlock. There's some some brand of chair that is like thousand dollar. It's a thousand dollar chair, and I and I watched started. There's videos on them. How much is it? It's like a thousand dollars. Oh, Jennifer! <laughs> She's oh, I was like me. Jennifer. No, no, thousand dollars, thousand dollar chairs. Yeah. No, listen, thousand dollar <laughs> chairs. And I guess like I watched, I had to, I had to, I needed to know, so I watched a few videos of them talking yeah. about why these chairs cost a thousand, and they're amazing, and you'll never because uh, they're like you're sitting here eight hours, eight to ten hours a day. Oh man, your back's gonna be uncomfortable. Your bus gets like get. Get an ergonomic blah 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 chair yeah. that makes you comfortable and you don't even feel like you're an un, you know an uncomfortable space and blah blah. blah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I can see that you know and, yeah. and, and it's mostly like uh, people who do like software stuff you know because yeah. they're you know, they're going to be sitting at their desk for the majority of the time. So yeah, man, I, I think that's kind of a big movement is having a dope oh, setup is. right now. And, yeah, I'm ahead. sorry to cut you off. No, I, I was going to say there's probably a booming industry that people don't know that's happening. So people are like working remote uh-huh. in the chair all the time, dealing yeah. with the stress of the day. Maybe your kids are screaming. Uh-huh. Maybe there's shit everywhere. <laughs> I don't know what your situation is, but I've been having this desire to go to the chiropractor uh-huh. and get my entire situation popped up. Like oh, I, bro, you need I to. want, I think I need this. You need to. So I yeah. told Angie, um, and I'm bringing it full circle because I work remote and I'm always just, you know, sitting there yeah. and just doing, just grinding. I told her, I was like, for my birthday, I want to go to Dr. Craig and, and get popped up. Okay. So she should. was like, get some, that's what you want. Yeah. I was like, yes, I would. Can you, can someone just stand on my back? Mm. Just you know what I mean, just Japanese style. <laughs> you know, you know what? I think that's a great idea. Yeah, I think that's, I dude, it. I think you, yeah, I need it because you know? not only I'm Zoom fatigued, but these bones are 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 having some like air pockets that need to get released. Man, I need I need to yeah, get man. popped up. I think I think you're past due. I am especially with not just the office, but the training and everything. I know. All right, I man. Well, up. um, that's good to know. Because <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> you know a guy. Ain't it Dr. Craig? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the movement project. Man. I want to go. I, just, I, I, just go went see la- him. I just went and saw him last week. Because he does yeah. that, right? Oh, dude, that's more. That and, and more. Way more. Yeah. I, I, I think wanna... he should go in for the full thing. Get, you know, he's I take looked a at look. his packages. Yeah, and then like the cryo. Like, you got to do that. Like, yeah. all of it. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, I'm going I'm to go see him. I'm going to go. Actually, I called them. Oh, nice. Well, first, what I did was I called my HSA. I was like, because I, I could have sworn I seen that you can, you can expense it on your health card. Yeah. Because it's considered as um, he'll check your insurance too. Because he'll actually care. tell you if he can just he can just bill your insurance. Yeah, and if he can't, then he'll be like, okay, here's the cost. Well, no, yeah. I can. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So I got because I already have a Visa card, and okay. it just says the health equity. Right. And it just oh, you, well, you just may not have to as... use your flex card. Like your insurance may just cover it. Oh, that's what I'm saying. He'll take your insurance and try, and he'll try it. He'll bill your insurance company. And and then try and bill like, it. Then they'll be like, okay, no, that's not clear. Okay, then you pay. And then I pay HSA. with my HSA. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because there's yeah, because it's not just so that, chiropractic. It's it's nervous system stuff. It's dry needling. It's, oh, you yeah. know, it's, it's everything, man. Yeah. No, I'm gonna go get popped up, yeah, man. man. That's a great idea. Yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Gosh. Absolutely. So now, 
Uh, we've had our conversation, our views, <laughs> our opinion. So I think uh, there's Gen- a few things that you guys didn't touch on. Yeah, oh, I was going to turn, let's turn we'll it over to Jennifer. Yeah. Let me touch it. Okay. Touch it, feel it, burn it. Touch so it, how do you feel about the <laughs> excessive amounts of close-up, close-up video Ooh. while you're on the video conferencing? Because the close-up eye contact, they say, is highly intense. Have you had intense people on Zoom? Like where you're like, dude, blink. <laughs> no. So when someone's face is uh-uh. that close to us in real life, our brains interpret it as an intense situation that is either going to lead to a conflict or mating. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I've told you I have. I had. I used to have problems with eye contact. Right? Yeah. You yeah. told me about that. I worked on it. I worked yeah. on fixing my discomfort with it. But mm-hmm. so I can see that. So, but you don't. There's no one. I guess. No. I can't see that because I guess I whenever I'm on a call, people don't seem to be loony, lean, uh, leaning too close into the camera. Mm-hmm. But I mean, so is that a thing? Well, because we have an option. You can have your camera on or off. Oh, see, no. So, if you're on a call with me, yeah. If, no, you got your camera on. on. Camera yeah. on. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, but we we encourage <laughs> people to turn your camera on. But typically, when you have someone, or if it's like. You know, there's 10 people in the meeting and eight people in the meeting have their camera on. I mean, the other two, you're like within probably five minutes, you're going to see them turn their camera on because the pressure alone. Yeah. To see pressure. everybody's face. It's like, and you're the only ones that just has your names displayed. Right, right. Come on, son. Okay, I hear you. Turn your well, camera on. And that said, do do people, does everyone look like they're in house clothes or do people actually like... Oh, it's, shirt. it's a variety. Okay. You'll have people in house clothes. Our CEO, he shows up in polos or a t-shirt. Right. It's a very cash situation. Because I, I get dressed up to work in my office. Now, when I say dressed up, I, I okay, you see me every day in sweats, right? Yeah. Because I'm coming to my business, which is a gym. But when I do my admin day, I ask Jennifer, like the first time I did it, she's like, why are you wearing jeans? So I put on jeans and I, I get dressed as if I was going to go to my old job. And I go in the office. Oh, see, people do that. And I said, because it just makes me feel like I'm in there to work. Yep. So yeah. I, I, you know, I don't do it every day. Some days I'm like, ah, I just kind of drag my, my yeah. pajama pants butt in there and, and plop it and get to work. But so I do that. Yeah. So I was wondering, I was like, I, if I had a job, I think I would. I think I would. Yeah. You know, just to be the part, because I was talking to Mike Green and he said, oh, yeah, no, nah, man, I put on a college shirt and, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I, I got to get in that work mindset. And I was oh, like, oh, okay. yeah. So I no, wanted to like. Yeah, I wear a T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll occasionally, the, the most dressed up I'll get is probably a polo. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we, it's a pretty casual culture we got going on. Like, okay. Like if, if I'm having a meeting, we're probably with like the CEO, I'm probably going to put like a polo on. You should show up to one of them with, without a shirt. Oh yeah. Just like, I, I need my job. Sorry guys. I was, <laughs> I was just not, I was just doing, I don't know if you heard me counting there, but I just like yeah. a thousand pushups. Just so thousand. Yeah. Just, you know, you guys caught me. I was, I was sorry. <laughs> and the, the bedroom's way over there. Uh, so I, have time, I didn't have time to put a shirt on. Oh my God. So I hope this doesn't bother anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> Yeah, nah, man. All right, now, Jennifer, kick it. What, what else we got? Um, <clears throat> one of the other issues is that seeing yourself during a video chat constantly is fatiguing because if someone followed you around all day long with a mirror, you'd probably get a little I like, can see that. weirded wow, out. Wow, I, I didn't can, think about that yeah, perspective. But yeah, seeing yeah. yourself all day long and, and stuff like that can be... I guess kind of stressful on your brain to see yourself that. I could see that often. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Ca- I so guess if I you can fixate on it. yourself, because usually you would make yourself like you'd be in the queue with just, you know, where all the the other faces are. So I guess I I wouldn't look at myself that much. 
But I have. I, I glance up at like my camera. I think because I'm trying to think like, here's my stress on Zoom calls. I'm looking at the person talking on my screen. Should I be looking at my camera? Because sometimes it looks like people are looking directly at me when they're talking. Oh. And then other times I can tell they're looking down at their screen. Yeah. So where should I look? Yeah. So I don't like that because then I'm like, it, do I look silly? Because I'm like, it looks like I'm looking down because my camera's on the top of my, my, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's where I'm kind of, where am I looking? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anybody's looking for eye contact yeah. during a video call. I get it. Yeah. I get it. But I think that's when I look at myself, I look at myself like, where should I be looking? Yeah. I follow so, you. I follow you. But. Oh, man. That's an interesting one, Jay. Yeah. I don't. Well, I'm trying to figure yeah. out why. Why why it's hard to look at yourself? Yeah. Does it, does it, is there. Well, not everyone's as good looking as you, Justin. No. <laughs> he gets he's lost like, in his He's own like, eye. I don't understand oh. why anyone would be tired of looking at themselves, especially when they're really, really yeah. ridiculously good looking. <laughs> <laughs> it says there's a lot of research showing that there are negative emotional consequences seeing yourself for extended periods. I could see that being a problem for some people. I think that you. Your mind doesn't work that way, which is perfect. That's yeah. why it doesn't bother you. But I could see it being an issue for some people. Like 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 imperfections? Or no, just 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 seeing yourself. You probably just don't want to see yourself that long. I, I can see it. Oh. I don't have that problem. You don't have that problem. But I can see that being a problem. Got that makes sense? Yep. Yeah. Okay. okay. What else you Dang, got? Those are, these this are is interesting. Yeah. Uh let's see. <laughs> let's see. Um I, one thing that I did read is that the natural like hand gestures and uh, cognitive things that we do when uh-huh. we're talking, uh, you know, you don't really capture that in a Zoom call or in a video chat because, you, you know, sometimes people I'm sure will use their hands and, mm-hmm. you know, do these kind of things. But when you're, when you're in a Zoom call, those kind of things don't translate as... Body language. Yeah, the body language. Or like when you're sitting in a meeting room looking at each other and, you know, kind of looking around or taking notes that mm-hmm. you're uh, you're pressured dur- during a video call to, con- like Rad said, like, where do I look? So you, when you're on a video call, you can't do the natural um, kind of things where you're looking around and thinking because the person that is doing the video, they... They want your attention. They're like your undivided on, attention. Yes. Yeah. So during um, conference calls where you don't have a video, uh, the silence, like just two seconds of silence after you're done talking can make the other person presenting very nervous. So during a video call, if, if, you're not, if, if they're looking at you and they don't get a response or that type of response that mm-hmm. they want immediately, it can really hinder their, um, what do you call it? Just their self worth as, as while they're talking to everyone. I their psychological you, I, safety. Like, yeah. yeah, I think all of that is you. spot on because I think like body language, just being in conference rooms, and, and you know, you you see this body language of everyone, and I remember that because then you knew if people had buy in into what you were saying, and if they weren't, mm-hmm. um, and then you know people can chime in. It's just more, it's more interactive. It felt mm-hmm. obviously because we're live, we're we're face to face. Um, I see that on a screen because I remember I've done presentations like uh, for clients and for like I did uh, seminars like food diet diet seminars. And I remember, hey, if I can't see your screen, that's why I need to see your screen because Mm -hmm. then I don't think you're paying attention. Right. And then when I see people, they're looking away, they're looking down. I'm like, they're not even listening to me. And I don't I'm not getting any verbal cues. 
And then you don't want to give any verbal cues because then it'll mess up the presentation because, mm. you know, Zoom jumps to whoever's making a sound, right? So oh. you have to lock it on you so you're not getting any audible cues that people are into what you're saying. So, you're not again, you're just not getting that buy-in to be excited about what you're, what you're talking mm. about. I, I agree with that 100%, especially me being an animated person. I'm doing it right now. I'm waving my hand. I'm, yeah. I'm gesticulating. It's what you laugh at all the time. Yeah. When I do things, I'm always moving my hands around. Yeah. So I, that is, that would definitely, and it is definitely an issue for me. The conference call I was on on Friday, or the Zoom call I was on on Friday with this potential uh, sponsorship, uh, co- this company wanted to sponsor me. I was taking notes and I didn't want him to think that I was not interested, like, cause I was looking away from the camera, but I, I'm old school. I like to write my notes down. Mm-hmm. Right. So I have a notepad and I'm, I'm writing things down as he's talking to me. And I felt compelled to explain to him. Yeah. I'm jotting down. I'm jotting down notes as you're telling me. Cause I want him to understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I almost at one point I remember thinking I wanted to hold the notebook up where he could see me writing. Yeah. So he knew what I was doing. Cause I didn't want to come off rude. Mm-hmm. So everything you just said makes absolute mm-hmm. sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I so agree. The statistic says that video conferencing improves communication for 99% of people. What? So maybe that's why your company is seeing uh, such an increase in productivity because your communication has improved. Do you feel because they feel safer talking behind a screen instead of saying something face to face? Could be. That could be it. That could be. Yeah. I, I I don't know. I think okay. That was March of this year. That was March of this year. I don't know. I That's don't know. But but I can see. I can see that. I I wouldn't say that my communication would be better if I. I just I don't know. I, I'm always of the fact that think that like communicating with people face to face makes you better at communication. Yeah. But I, I can see that maybe it, it, it's a bit. I think it's easier to put yourself out there. You know, if you're again, you're in a comfortable place. You're at home. You're behind a screen. Yeah. You know, and I I will say I guess I'm more aware. Of like, I, I'm i just, I'm trying to think like, has it improved my communication? I will say yes. I mean, dude, and, come on now. Like you, you, did you, is there any, I mean, your oh, communication is so stellar. Yeah. I can't even, I can't even see how you would improve it. Yeah. I don't well, even. Well, there's, there's things yeah. like, you know, nervous tics or uh, eliminating ums or oh, uh, okay things like that. Like yeah. I, I, I've, I, I have noticed it when I would like either hear a re-recording of myself, whether it be on here or on work, um, or from delivering. See, I just did it, or from delivering a, a training or something like that. I, I'm very like aware of those things. Would you say that that's more? You're increasing, you're improving your presentation skills. Well, I don't, I think it's because I can hear myself all the time. Because ah. I have my, when I, when I'm on Zoom, yeah. I have like a heads, uh, my okay. skull candies. I plug it up to the laptop. Okay. I, I hear myself. You know what? That, there's, you know what? I agree with you there because honestly, I never liked the sound of my voice till we started this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I could hear myself in the headphones, I felt better about it. Obviously, it's, it's the equipment you use because I'd always hear myself on these shoddy recordings from where I used to work. Yeah. And you know, you know, you, you we all worked there. You remember what that sounded like. So I hated the sound of my voice. I never liked hearing my voice on my voicemail. Yeah. I was like, that doesn't sound like me. But yeah. finally, you know, we get some quality, we get a quality studio going. And, we, and I was like, oh man. Okay, my voice does sound, you know, it's not too not bad. bad. Yeah, 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 not too bad. So, okay, I, I hear what you're saying. Did you have anything else? What's the average length of your your meeting, Zoom meetings, oh, video meetings? So, a typical day, anywhere from we. So, let me back it up. Actually, 
we knew that people were becoming fatigued during meetings because they were going back to back. So we had IT adjust the meeting invite feature to you can't book a meeting for me and Rad for 30 minutes. It, it'll automatically do only 25 minutes and intentionally leave a five minute break before your next meeting. You know, and, so, and that's important, man, because I remember not being prepared for the, the next call, like, or I'd be running late and I'd have to jump off of a call. I was like, guys, I got to get off on book for another call. Yeah. And then I didn't have time to prep for that next call. Yeah. So as they're talking, I'm like getting myself together for that call during that call. Yeah. Cause I just jumped off another call. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's great. Oh yeah. yeah. So, that, and the reason why I say that is because I'm going to say my meetings usually are between 25 minutes and 55 minutes mm-hmm. before it was 30 minutes or 60, but because yeah. they did that tweak to our, our, our uh, meetings, right. it's only 25, 55. I remember always yeah. that. I have a hard stop at noon because yeah. I have another call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. You're like, cause you know, calls linger, you know, yeah, and you're like, no, no, no guys, I got a, we got a hard stop on this one. Yeah. <laughs> and they actually enabled a feature through our outlook that it uh, kicks back like your, your, um, your work output. Oh, okay. So wow. it'll, it'll okay. show how many meetings you've been on, mm-hmm. uh, how many, um, they call it breathing moments yeah. that you've had throughout your day. Okay. Um, and then they've had like collaboration moments, which is really teams chat or yeah. email, how many interactions you've had this day. Ah. And so that gives you just a, your own pulse on your own activity. And it is like, I remember one time my breathing activity, meaning the hour buffers I would put, it was like 10% and my work was like 90%. And then my collaboration, meaning email or teams that was like at a hundred percent. Okay. And so I was able to visually see like, shit, I'm about to burn out. Like I'm, I am not breathing at all. Yeah. And so I've been able to do this natural balance, but it allows for me to monitor it each each week okay that's really interesting that's really it's interesting. a pretty that's dope good, technology man. yeah so it's it's called uh it's called cortana c-o-r-t-a-n-a mm-hmm. i think you're gonna see more of that because again like like anything else right if you have employees in the workplace you being in hr of course you understand this you have to kind of um adjust or create um programs or just things or even technology to, you know, improve the working space. Yeah. So I think that obviously working space being people working from home, yeah, you know, these things are going to just only get better, right? As far as uh, yep. improvements and making, how do you make people more productive as, mm-hmm. as they work remote, right? So I yep. think you're going to see a lot of those cool things. I think we have time for uh, one more, Jennifer. Or did you have one more? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, actually, um, just some Hard of the stop. Some, yeah. of the things, uh, some of the things that have been uh, uh, why can't I find the word Ma- made better, <laughs> improved <laughs> improvements. <laughs> uh, the biggest thing that has uh, improved for companies is uh, the reduction in travel costs. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Uh, employees save time now. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have to uh, like. Commute Even though time. you don't get yeah commute time, but you're in the office and you can't wander around and 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 talk to your peers and the people you manage, but that saves you time now. Yeah, right, right, you right, don't right. have to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reduced costs overall, like having less employees in the building. Right. Oh right. yeah, of course. That electric bill is looking really nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the uh, number four is improved collaboration. Yeah. yeah. Improved work life balance. 
And uh, the the final thing is recording and archiving. So mm, I'm sure a lot of companies probably do record their sessions. So you mm. you can go back and say, "See, I told you right here." Yeah, mm. I would imagine there's some kind of ABC. Yeah, there's some kind of disclaimer up front, like, "Hey, these this one's recorded." Something yeah. I would imagine you'd have to. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I remember us having to put like disclaimers on our emails. You know, oh, like, yeah, we had this whole tag at the bottom of email, like. You know, this is an internal communication. Oh, yeah. I know because, what you're talking about. Because we had to email customers and they mm-hmm. would try to utilize, like, if we forwarded something by accident, you know, they'd use company emails, like, mm-hmm. against us. And it's like, no, this is the, these, any emails, blah, 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 internal communications, you know. Yeah. Like so we had a whole legal disclaimer at the bottom of our email. So I get it, man. Yeah. Well, hey, this was a, oh, go ahead. You got oh, one more? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. You can move on. I just wanted to do the random uh, topic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Let's did go you ahead. still want to do that? <laughs> Is that what you really want? I'm sorry. Did, did you did you want so, to? Did you did you like did you? Since we can't take any did, vacations uh well I mean we can take vacations right now, but we're less yeah. likely to take, you know, like a big uh Cancun vacation or whatever. Uh-huh. So if you could visit any fictional place for a whole week, where would you go? Wakanda. Oh, uh, I'm kidding. I don't know. I, I that guess was really quick. Wakanda. That was quick. Because yeah. Because like Wakanda, I don't know, man. It, it seemed, it seemed, I went there technology wise, but then I thought about it. And I was like, there's no beaches in Wakanda mm-hmm. <laughs> there's the, that still... I could see from Black Panther. So yeah. I, I retract, but I just wanted to say Wakanda. Oh, forever. That's a good one though. That is a good one. That is a good one. Um, I think I would probably do Journey to the Center of the Earth. Ooh. Oh. You just watched Godzilla versus Kong, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I think yeah. I will probably yeah. want to go, but not with the crazy animals no, no. that could kill me. I would say Journey more, the, like more, more nice. More Journey to the Center of the Earth version of the Center of the Earth. Yeah. Or maybe maybe like Land of the Lost Center of the Earth. Yeah. Not so much Godzilla versus Kong Center of the Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I dig Where it. there's violence. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> and you could die. Right. Right. I dig it. I could dig that. Yeah. Um I'm thinking like I can't think of the movie. There's several movies, really. But you yeah. know where they kind of, they find, like, some hidden valley, and they go in, and it's, like, this amazing, like, uh, hidden from the modern world kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be cool. Like, it's always, right, they go through some waterfalls, like, look at this hidden, you know. Uh, you know kind of I mean? like Narnia. Yeah. It's, yeah. like, some kind of, like, go hidden through the world. Wor- I don't have a specific one, so I'll, I guess I'll stick with Wakanda. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. I would go Forever. to the good place. Oh, the oh. good place. Even though it's really the bad place. But, but still, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only there for a week. Uh, the good place. Damn. Okay, well, Jennifer Jennifer killed it. That's yeah, a good one. You Actually, did. Justin, you had a good one too, man. Yeah. That was a good question. Yeah, that All was good. That, that was, was a good question. That was a good one. That was a good one. All right, guys. Well, that's the end of this episode. This is a good episode, man. I agree. Yeah, I really, I really like the topic. Yeah. So um, thank you for listening, guys, and I hope you took something from it. As always, you didn't ask for it. But you got it. Yes, sir. And I don't remember the closing. <laughs> I did the closing. I forgot the last part. Yeah. So yeah. And, and as always, guys, thank you for your continued support. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we have seen that we've got quite a bit of traffic coming through our, our website that we launched uh, a month ago, Jennifer. About a month, six weeks. So we appreciate the love. Uh, and if you are new, a new listener, like stick around, man. Like go back and listen to some of the old stuff. It's all good. We, you know, yeah. we have a great time putting this stuff together for you. And we appreciate that you guys are enjoying the, the, uh, what is the website? The content. 
Uh, unrequestedpodcast.com. There it is. Shank, are you serious? <laughs> no, it was it was a it was, was a hinting. plug. Oh, I thought it was oh, a plug. Was setting yeah. me up for a plug. So oh. what is it again? So, <laughs> and Rad, what? And Rad, what is the website? Part part tell? Uh, <laughs> art thou? Art thou? Oh. So yes, unrequestedpodcast.com. Um check it out, man. And um again, we appreciate the support. And again, keep that feedback coming in. If you haven't, g- give us a, a review on uh any of the uh, podcast sites that you listen to us on or you know actually we've gotten a lot of our feedback directly people have mm-hmm. uh, messaged us on instagram or reached out to one of us directly mm-hmm. via facebook or instagram so we appreciate that love as well uh, we appreciate any feedback good bad or indifferent you know we want to we want to continue to improve ourselves so again thank you for your support thank you for listening and thank you for the feedback guys and with that as the old saying goes bye, bye.